Hello and welcome to Sharp Tech. I'm Andrew Sharp, and this is a free preview of today's episode. It definitely does not entail charging the people who are actually making the service interesting. Well, it's interesting, though, because I polled some of our mutual friends and they all said they're either already subscribed to Twitter Blue or would probably subscribe sometime in April. And these are fellow creators, bloggers, podcasters, writers. So I do think there's going to be a little bit more adoption among the media than members of the media are letting on as this gets rolled out. Like, I think there is real promotional value to being able to distribute your content to people who don't follow you. And if that's what is being offered here, then it might be worth $8 a month to a lot of creators, particularly independent creators who don't have the big megaphone of like New York Times with 50 million Twitter followers. Well, even there, I think it's backwards. I I do think one of the things that Musk has gotten right is there's like a corporate sort of plan. And I think it's it's like a thousand dollars a month or something like that, where you get the your old your own logo company logo next to it. Yeah, that's a no brainer because it's worth it. No, exactly. Like charge entities for the value they're getting from Twitter. And so you have a weirdness here where you're 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 potentially undercharging the people that are going to get the most value from it because they have means of monetization outside of Twitter where this extra distribution will help and and, and you're overcharging. I mean the, the real value of Twitter is all those accounts that are super interesting that don't have any other site, don't have any other outlets. And oh, by the way, some of them are anonymous, which doesn't work in well with the sort of charging sort of infrastructure. And so it's just totally backwards. Like like your tax in a perfect, if you could you know, exact a tax perfectly and you really wanted to build a subscription business, that tax should go on the entities that are harvesting the most value, which first and foremost is, is big corporations and publications. So that's fine. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. That's an example of Musk doing a clear thing that the old Twitter management should have done, and they were not good, and so they didn't. But this bit about taxing the individual sort of creator where their only outlet is Twitter, those folks are making Twitter valuable. And to right. tax them and push them off not only you know is bad because you lose the content, but then you lose the interest for people reading and, and you make your – less viable as a, as an advertising product. It's it just, you, you like, this is the, the reality. Like, uh, the subscription product and a advertising product, they have totally different incentives. You're pushing in very different directions. And there's an aspect of Musk trying to sort of have his cake and eat it too that makes for a worse advertising product because the product's getting worse. And it makes for a bad subscription product because no one's going to pay. But... To be clear, it's not as catastrophically bad as it was when it was presented right. by Musk on Monday, because right. <laughs> that was really like, OK, so you're just going to ruin the product for everybody for a, a subscription fee that's not going to be that big. No matter how many people in the little creator community subscribe, it's not going to be like trajectory altering income for Twitter. So yeah. And by the way, I'll just say like the, the, a subscription offering could only meaningfully replace advertising if you got a, a real decent chunk of active users to sign up. And yeah. I, I mean, I kind of think the last few months have made my argument that Twitter might be the one network that can pull it off. People can't quit Twitter, right? Like, like, like through it all, through day. all the threats, people <laughs> are still coming back and you're trying to say that you couldn't get, $5 a month from from all these addicts. Um, now, maybe not. Again, one of the dynamics here 
and this is an issue with Twitter Blue, is there's different abilities to pay around the world. Like this is something I, I that's you know I know is a problem with Stratechery. Like Stratechery is is one price. And that price is a much more meaningful portion of people's income in some countries than it is in others. Now, just the reality of the scale of my business is like, I'm not going to do variable pricing. That introduces too much complexity. But I do recognize it's an issue. Uh, that would be an issue with like, you, you, you can't look at the whole, whole Twitter base. And say, oh, it's just $5 a month, a cup of coffee a month, and you're addicted, <laughs> right? $8 um, for you. Yeah, well, no, but I mean, it, imagine if they, if it just to use Twitter, you had to pay a subscription. Yeah. Well, and, and when you threw that idea out, you were like, look, this is pie in the sky and it would be a big gamble. So I'm not sure how much I believe they should do this. If, I mean, if I'm remembering the post yeah, correctly, well, well, it was I, like... Because I said it when, when Prague Agarwal took over. And as a public company, there's no way they could ever do it. When yeah. Musk took it over, it's like, well, maybe. Um, but it, it, it's, it, I mean, I, I, I do think one of the issues here is Musk and 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 I have to sort of take a bit of an L on this, which is for years we begged for management of Twitter that actually used the product, right? Mm-hmm. It's like like you have all these board members that that have never even used Twitter. You have Twitter executives that rarely, if ever, tweet. Like, can someone who actually uses the product uh, be in charge? Um, <laughs> It turns out not so great. Uh, well, Elon Musk he's the is, best advertisement for what Twitter can do to you and how it can really wreck your brand. I mean, this is one of the smartest, most impactful thinkers and engineers we've had in the last 30 years. And now he's sort of like a nationwide punchline. Yeah. And you don't get the sense that that Elon Musk is is garnering the 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 more exquisite niches of Twitter for uh, interesting insights and observations. He's in it to get trolling. Yeah, to get he's in it to to talk for people to listen to him to get attention. And from that perspective, eight dollars is a small price to make sure people can see what I what, what I want to say, right? And and uh, th- that's not the motivation for for everyone. Just in general, a, a mm-hmm. lot of people work, and that's just sort of the reality. And they work for the good stuff that you're now making people pay, I mean pay look for. I now lurk I tweet like once a week maybe everyone I know who's not in the media lurks they don't tweet they're not actively engaging and that's because like the dynamics of the product are different than an Instagram or a Facebook like oh, yeah, you, no, this, you've said this... in the past it's like a thunderdome almost yeah. where people are just doing battle every day like no sane person wants to enter that fray while they're sitting at work doing whatever it is they're doing on Microsoft Outlook my biggest luxury good in the world is my choosing to not tweet regularly. Like, like it would probably be good for the business. Uh, you know, we, we we've already established links. Links are uh, don't spread like they used to. If I were out there saying my opinions, getting more attention, getting more followers, it would probably accrue, people. Yeah, it would accrue getting your dunks to, in. to my to my business. <laughs> but I. I don't like it. It makes me anxious. Uh, I just think it's bad form, the, the quote tweet in particular. And it's not the way I want to live my life. And uh, I – so I, I don't. And I'm – again, I'm I'm very lucky that I started when I did when Twitter was a very different product mm-hmm. and a different product just because of the scale of it. And you know, so much of the internet is is like that, right? It's like, oh, why can't we go back? Well, we can't go back because there's way there's way more people – that are involved now. And, and to the extent we, you know, I talk a lot about 
ch- group chats. Why are they so great? It's like, well, that's kind of like what Twitter was back in the day. And it was even better because you could have you could have a group chat and people could listen in and they could chime in with insights. And it, it was it was quite nice. But it, it just the reality of the Internet is the crap eventually will overwhelm everything else. It's an economic issue. Generating mm-hmm. crap, generating trolling, generating dunks is free. It has zero marginal costs. This is why Google search is getting bad. There was an insane article I saw this week about how Google is making search bad on purpose. Why would they do that? Like, why would they want to make their product worse? The reason it's worse is because there's massive economic incentive to try to be at the top of Google search results and to generate the garbage to help you get there or to experiment doesn't cost anything. And by the way, it's going to get worse with this as this generative AI stuff gets gets better right all right and that's the end of the free preview if you'd like to subscribe and receive every episode of this show you can do so by subscribing to stratechery plus that'll give you access to every sharp tech episode all of our sharp china episodes the dithering podcast with ben and john gruber daily analysis of the tech business from ben and more shows that we'll be adding in the months to come If you'd like to become a subscriber, click the link in your show notes to get access to the entire Stratechery universe.